0: You are listening to the Porn Studio Podcast. It's a, uh, you know, it, it's, it's like, it's an adult thing. <laughs> now, here's your host, JJ Riot. Hey, so I'm currently driving and uh, I'm not using a microphone. I'm using a digital recorder uh, and I'm also getting over a cold. So the audio quality is probably going to be horrible. I'll clean it up the best I can, uh, but I really wanted to get something out and uh, update everyone as to what what I'm currently doing. I've got earbuds in, and I can I can actually tell that this is going to be bad audio. Um. But I wanted to catch everyone up to uh, where I'm at. So, when I first started this podcast, uh, I had attempted Podcasts before, and I, I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. Podcasting is difficult. The, mo- the most difficult thing is is content. So, with some of the great shows, you know, they they have a a theme or a format that's pretty easy for them to follow. It's either guest interviews or a weekly news show where they just read uh, news from blogs or something like that. Or sometimes it's commentary, but if it's commentary, uh, then there's usually two two hosts and there's just a lot of banter. Uh, so when I first started... Uh, I spent probably a week, a week and a half looking around Twitter trying to find the appropriate people, adult performers, webcam people. And I basically I messaged about 60 people that I'd found from searching for probably a week straight. Out of 60 people, 70, maybe 80% of them were uh, webcam performers. Some of them were webcam performers that were also dabbling in in adult videos outside of webcam. Out of those 60 people or so that I messaged uh, asking to be on the podcast, I landed a whopping two interviewees. Which are the two podcasts that you heard uh, earlier in 2016? So yeah, getting guests to appear on the show is a little bit difficult. I had a lot of uh, webcam people that responded with something like, "Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll do an interview with you for my my phone rate, which is you know a lot of them were something around uh." a dollar a minute, maybe $5 for 10 minutes. Uh, so they were like, you know, $20, I'll do a 25 minute, uh, podcast interview with you. Obviously I would end up spending a lot of money (laughs) trying to continue the show if I had to pay for every single guest that was going to be on. So that's, that wasn't exactly what I was looking to do. I was looking to, uh, Use some people to give me content And in return I would be exposing them To a new audience Um, Maybe not right away But over time uh, People would find the show And might go check them out So I was looking to just do A a mutually Beneficial You know uh, Marketing venture And a lot of the girls weren't having it They were they either wanted instant results right now or they wanted money. So that didn't work. Not to say that I won't have interviews ever again, but probably more so on a referral basis or someone that I've actually worked with before if, if they want to stay after a shoot and talk for 20 minutes on an on uh, audio podcast, then that could happen. So I'm not too keen on the interviewing right now. Uh, There's the possibility of always getting a co-host So we can just kind of shoot the shit Um, That makes content a little bit easier Because then we just have a conversation Talk about things that are uh, Occurring in the industry or in our lives at that time Revolving around the industry Why did the Site and the podcast come to an end back earlier in 2016. Um, I was on a deadline. I basically I had uh, kid number two on the way, and I really wanted to uh, make this project happen. Uh, But it just came down to the fact that you know I was either going to have to have you know critical traction or you know what they call a tipping point. I was going to have to have that traction by a certain date or else I was going to have to leave and, uh, go seek a, uh, a better job or, or, you know, find money elsewhere. And, and I have been doing some freelancing and I've taken on a full-time job since then. So right now I've just been working, trying to, uh, provide for my kids. Um, my hosting account for the website expired I still owned the domain name but the hosting expired and I was just like ah screw it so the site basically came down if anyone visited the site uh, you know kind of in between maybe June through October there was nothing there uh, but I did get some messages from Uh, some of the fan base, I I don't, I'm always confused whether I should call people fan base or, or members, uh, because we never actually really had a fully functional site. We don't really have a product yet. So, you know, I had 300 people on a mailing list that were interested, that wanted to be a part of creating, uh, something from the ground up. So they were, you know, I think of them as members because I, I wanted this to be a community. Um, but, you know, we're not, no one's a paying member. There's no pay site or anything available yet. But people reached out and you know, they were asking, hey, what happened with the podcast? What's happening with the site? Are you still going to pick it back up? Um, so I did. I, I, I'm picking it back up. The difference is this time, one, I'm completely tapped out of money. I spent somewhere around $10,000 to push it as far as I did the first time and get the 300 people on an email list. And there was some paid traffic and some, some web tools and, and a couple solo shoots that were paid for and some legal consultation that was paid for. Uh, so all that disappeared really quickly. Uh, so yeah, then I, I was basically running out of money and uh, running out of time, and had to pull the plug. Uh, but after people were asking about the the site and the podcast, I said, okay, well, you know, I'll pick it back up. But now there's no there's no time restraints. Uh, there's also no budget. But I can just pick it up and do it as a side hustle for a little while until until I get to that critical mass where where it can take off. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. I've picked it back up. i got the hosting back. I've got the site back up. It's still basically just a landing page explaining what, what we're doing and uh, trying to get people on board. When I picked it back up, the... The email list was something somewhat of a concern, as well as the podcast, because I didn't know uh, how many people were still around, and I still don't with the podcast. I, I know what the download numbers are, um, and it's it's a few hundred, but I also know that's a lot of people that were just passing by over the months. Um, back when I was actually releasing episodes, I could guess that there were maybe about 20 people that were actively listening. Um, and then a lot of people that just stopped in on it, left a little maybe thumbs up, uh, depending on the platform that they found it on. Uh, but a lot of those people I don't even think subscribed. At this point, I really don't know if anyone subscribed or if additional people have subscribed since then, waiting to see if something else comes up. Uh, so I'm just going to get it back running. We'll go with, if I have zero listeners, then I'll start at zero. If I have 20, I'll start at 20. Uh, same thing with the email list. When I've that first email coming back, uh, I had 301 email subscribers that were kind of following along with the project. And I didn't know if any of those people were still around. Uh, if anyone even cared anymore so I sent out a test email just saying hey I'm thinking of getting this back going and it wasn't as bad as as it could have been Uh, I think right off the bat I had maybe 40 people where it was uh, what's called a hard bounce which was basically the email addresses don't even exist anymore So as soon as I sent that first email, uh, you know, 40 people dropped off the list just because they flat out didn't exist anymore. Uh, and then I had a few people that unsubscribed that were just like, yeah, this is never going to happen. I don't know why I'm even here. Uh, so that's fine. It, It knocked it down to maybe 230 email subscribers, but uh, you know, there were the same kind of six or seven people that were still uh, all about it. And they sent me emails back after that first email saying like, oh, I'm so glad you're getting this back going. I can't wait uh, for this to start happening. So I, I'm very much grateful for, for the people that did stick around and were enthusiastic about uh, hearing that the project was starting back up since then so now that was about a month ago in the past month i built the email list up a little bit more from about 230 up to i think today i'm at 410 last time i checked which was last night i think sometime yesterday so every day i'm getting you know at least a couple if I do no active uh, marketing and just sit and, and wait, I'm usually getting anywhere from two to five people a day joining the group. When I do uh, take an active role in the marketing and uh, check Craigslist and forums and whatever, then sometimes you know I'm, I'm back to getting uh, you know maybe thirty people on board a day. So it just depends. I'm just going to keep growing. So now I'm kicking the podcast back up. I don't know how consistent I will be able to be with it. Obviously right now the only time I can find to, to get this recording out is while I'm driving in a car. Uh, so obviously with you know, with two kids, uh, a newborn and, and one that's a year and nine months old. Uh, basically anytime they're awake I don't even have time to take a shit. So I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm, I'm on my commute and I'm uh, recording in less than optimal conditions. But I wanted to do something. So I think for the first, or at least for the next little bit, uh, I'm going to try to get some episodes out. And I'm thinking what I'll probably do is send out an email and just, you know, anyone listening to this or... Anyone on the email list that comes over and checks it out, um, let's do a little call to action. Let's you know submit me anything. It could be at first I was thinking you know crazy sex stories. So tell me about you know the the time when you were chasing someone and thought it would never happen, but somehow miraculously it did happen, and you were with that person and had sex. Maybe it turned into a relationship or Maybe just a a specific act, something, you know, funny or like, you know, almost unbelievable, like no way, uh, something that happened. Yeah. I just want to kind of user stories and then I could share those as part of the content. Uh, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm, you know, I'm open to anything. So, uh, maybe just send me a message, an audio recording, just right off your phone, uh, talking about possible directions for the site or the podcast. Um, or if you have any questions for me, then I can have something I can answer on a podcast. So I'm, I'm open open to ideas. Um, right now, I used to have Speak Pipe up, and that's just a way where you can hit a record button and record something directly on the site. The only problem is you can only record... 60 seconds of audio that way so at this point you can just you can email me audio files Um, I don't care if they're 60 seconds or maybe they're 10 minutes Uh, I will entertain any idea and if it's too long I might just cut out some fluff to make it flow better but for right now I'm probably just gonna take submissions via email so that's jj at MinxyPanda.com. So, so what's been up with me and with the site for the past month Since we've tried to pick it back up? A few things um, I would say one I, would, I got into a nice little uh, Nice little Twitter war I guess Last night with uh, With two guys that um, have adult production companies out there. Uh, funny thing is one of them actually joined up to the email list. Cause he, he was interested and just want to see what we were doing. And I don't put too much of the blame on, on him. He, I think he was just being curious. Uh, and then, so I messaged him and I was just asking some technical questions, what they're using for their back end of their site. Uh, and he was instantly like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, just give me a number I can call you at, which that's, that's another, well, I get this message every day from, from someone. It's usually around having a, a girl that, that wants to perform and, you know, it's basically this, this notion of holding something for ransom. That that really kind of bugs me, but it happens almost daily where someone will message and say, "Hey, I know this girl that wants to perform. I'll be happy to uh, to give you her contact information or have her contact you if you will just call me. You know, I want to sit down and and ha- and have a phone call with you. And I, it's this, you know, withholding of information unless and, and you do something for me, and it's pointless because. I already know what you want, man. You want either money for a referral fee or you want to be in the videos. Uh, I I understand the whole concept of like, well, if I just get someone, if I get them on the phone, then I'm that much closer. You know, I I jump the line and get ahead of, you know, 90% of the other people. I, I get it. It's almost like you're going for a job interview and you just want to do anything possible to get FaceTime or on the phone with that person but this whole notion of like holding things for ransom, uh, it it doesn't fly over very well. (laughs) Like I'd give everyone just the same response. And I say, yeah, sure. Have her, have her email me at this same email address. I'll be glad to talk to her. Uh, truth is I getting male and female talent is not the hard part. I can do that all day. Um, there's, there's certain channels you can go through where you can find these people. I mean, you can even just, you know, search around on Twitter and find someone trying to, try to jumpstart their career. I can I can walk outside and tap any guy on the shoulder and get a male performer. Um, so, you know, hanging that stuff over someone's head isn't as as a ransom isn't really the best tactic. You know, the people that stay on my radar are the people that just reply back to emails on the email list, like, and give feedback. Give input Say like Hey yeah That's a great idea Or hey Have you thought of Going in this direction Those people that I have Back and forth emails with And you know who you are Um They're the ones That stay on my radar They're not trying to Hold anything over my head Or hold something for ransom They're just Participating And being part of The conversation Um So anyway This guy wanted me To call him I said yeah I'll be glad to call you Tomorrow It's it's late tonight You know My kids are in bed Um But, yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. And we just started talking a little bit. And he was asking me legal questions. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not going to give you legal advice, but I'll I'll tell you what I do. And I can tell you that I research the ever-living shit out of everything I do. Uh, I'm not going to be the first (laughs) motherfucker to go to jail uh, over adult content or something, you know, in the last ten years. Uh, so I, I research everything. I seek out, you know, uh, legal consultation and, and I make sure I'm well informed when I with, with all aspects of my life. Really, uh, you know, I know how to podcast because I, I studied up on podcasting. I know business and marketing because I study up on business and marketing. That's how I can get 30 new subscribers a day. Uh, because I just I know what I'm doing. This isn't my first time around. So he was asking me some legal questions and I said, well, here's what I do. And he said, oh, bullshit. Like, you know, he was arguing the, the laws of the uh, federal statute 2257, which is record keeping. And um, I was like, there's there's some some things that people don't know that people get wrong about there uh, about statute 2257 And no one's been challenged on statute 2257 in the past eight years, so it's not a big deal if you're doing it wrong uh, until you need to prove that you're doing it right, and then that's a problem. So I was just telling him, you know, uh, know, Trump's now in office. uh, He's very much anti-porn. He's got anti-porn committees and everything, you know, in the wing, just waiting. So I was like, you know, just because no one's been challenged on it in the last eight years, don't let your guard down. Still make sure you're doing it right. And we were talking about two forms of identification. I was like, well, the law actually states that you need one. Uh, The reason we say two is because of a law back in the 40s. That law said for legal documentation, you need, you know, two forms of ID from these pools. Um, and, And that was because... You know, back in the '40s, your driver's license was literally a piece of paper that was a license. There was no photo on it. It was just a folded-up piece of paper. So they needed two forms of ID to to prove it. Um, and what it is now, now, you know, having two forms of ID just kind of safeguards you to make sure that no one's giving you a fake ID because uh, it's very uncommon for someone to possess two forms of fake ID. Usually if you have a fake ID, that's all you have. You don't have supporting documents behind it. And that's fine. But I also, you know, pointed them to a part of the law that said right there in 2257, it says, do not contain additional information in this document. And he's like, well, that's bullshit, whatever. Like you're wrong. I said, no, there's a very valid reason why they say that the federal government, you know, when they send a federal agent, to your custodian of records, uh, they don't want to audit through, you know, stacks of other crap. Therefore, the law is don't put extra shit in your file. So it's 100% against the law to store your, you know, model release forms in with your record keeping, uh, your 2257, and it's against the law to have additional forms of ID in your 2257 file. So you're supposed to keep that in a separate administrative file. And so he forwarded this whole conversation on to this other uh, pornographer. And he jumped out and was saying, you're full of shit. That's your opinion, man. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm, I'm just answering your question. And it's not an opinion. These are facts. <laughs> he said, no, this, these are the facts. And he pulled up, he, he sent me a link to the statute itself. And I was like, I've already read this page about five times just today. And I've read, I've read it, you know, maybe a hundred times in my life. Like I know exactly what this says. I I don't need your link. I'm just telling you facts. So anyway, we just, it got down to the point where I was, I was trying to be diplomatic about the whole thing. And, uh, there was basically no argument left at the end other than you know, it was on Twitter, so I was trying to abbreviate words. And he said, well, obviously, you know, your, your grammar's bad, too. You don't know how to spell. So at that point, I just had to say, yeah, okay, well, I'm out. Have fun. And I, I put them on mute. So that was fun. That was last night. Don't really have time for that. <laughs> you know, everybody's busy. And now with this, you know, I've got... You know, a hundred guys hitting up my inbox, you know, trying to get a spot in uh, in a video or something. I, I don't have time to entertain ignorance. Uh, second thing that happened, um, one of the solo girls, uh, well, pretty much the solo girl that we shot multiple, we did multiple shoots with, uh, tried to press charges. <laughs> that was interesting. I was very nice to her about it. Uh, she was upset because I used her image in an ad uh, which got back to a former co-worker which was passed on to her ex-husband who took her to court and used it uh, to say that she was a prostitute and get received custody of of their kid and I was very apologetic and and uh, you know said that's that's so unfortunate. I'm so sorry that he used it that way. So then she, she went on to say that, you know, this is a, uh, defamation of character. You've, you've ruined my chances at getting future employment and you caused me to lose my child in a custody case. Uh, I just, once again said, I'm so sorry. Um, so she said she was pressing charges. I said, well, well, You know, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I will just, I will get my, my legal in order and I will wait to hear from you. Uh, I, I knew that no one was going to take her up on that case because she signed a, uh, a model release, which in a solo shoot, uh, you know, in most States, a model release is a good idea. There are some cases where a model release is not a good idea, um, That was part of the uh, Twitter war the other night. Uh, Because you don't want to prove that you are filming in a location, you know, in a state where it's against the law. So there are ways around that. Uh, But there's also some consequences to that, like not signing a model release, which then entitles the model to uh, equal uh, revenue split. So they actually own equity in that video clip. But anyway, uh, I, I knew no, she wouldn't find an attorney that would take the case. Uh, she signed a model release that I went back and looked over and it says specifically, uh, this content can be used, you know, for purposes, including, but not limited to, <laughs> uh, marketing, advertising, and it went on to list, um, you know, several other things. So it said specifically in there, you know, I basically did nothing that I did everything I said I was going to do. Um, so what the real issue was, was she was just upset because she made a bad decision to pursue publicly pursue a career in the adult film industry while in the middle of a custody battle. So that was that wasn't my doing. That was that was her fault. Uh, and then she also wasn't prepared for the public eye, uh, as far as being a porn star. You know, that's something every porn star will have to face at some point. Is your friends and family will find out, and then everyone's going to know what you do. So when her friends and family found out it really upset her. She thought she was ready for it. She was not, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been three or four weeks now. I haven't heard anything. I don't think I will hear anything because, uh, you know, I did exactly what I, what I said I would do. And, um, you know, we have legal documentation, you know, to cover all that. So really what the issue was, was she had her kid taken away from her. And I understand that that sucks. Um, and she just wasn't ready for her friends and family to find out, but, you know, she signed papers saying, yes, <laughs> distribute this stuff and, and put it in the public eye. And when I did, it came back to bite her and, and it made her upset. So I understand, but once again, not my fault. Uh, so, uh, you know, there, there's always, I didn't want to. I'm probably never going to use any of her footage or, or photos ever again just because uh, I I try to be a nice guy. I don't want to poke and prod at the situation even though I have the legal ability to use any of that. If if she's going through a hard time, I'll I'll just let it lie. And um and not bring it up, not use that footage and uh you know, what's out there is out there. I just I I have some stuff that's not released yet and I probably won't release it now. And that's fine. So we've got we've got other other things coming up. We've actually picked out kind of a direction that we want to take the site. The site I think is we're gonna do an extendable line. So it's not the uh, the site that we're actually gonna be shooting content for is not gonna be minxypanda.com. So at some point I might have to change this intro and everything. Uh, we've kind of picked a theme. Uh, if you were on the email list, then you now know the theme. You don't know the name of the site, which I already have that too. I'm going to keep all those details under wraps. Uh, go jump on the mailing list; it'll direct you to our past newsletters, so you'll be able to read the uh, what the theme of the new site's going to be. Uh, you'll be able to vote on some of. I, I have six people that I'm kind of eyeballing right now for female talent. Plus, I know we have two or three on the email list right now who have contacted me and said that they want to be female talent. And then, of course, I have, I don't know, 300 guys that want to be male talent. Um, there will be some kind of an audition process. And then, obviously, the, the people that stay in steady contact with me who have been, you know, with me since day one and giving me feedback, they'll get a little bit of priority. You know, i not not going to sugarcoat it. There's a lot of guys that want to be in. I want to give everyone an opportunity. I think we're going to do maybe a couple of uh, blow bangs or something. I'll put, you know, be able to take, you know, I don't know, maybe eight, 10 guys from the list that want to come out and we'll, you know, we'll give them a shot at at least a blow job. I don't know, but got to be careful how, how i you know, set all that up because obviously if you, you do things just a little bit wrong, then it turns into a prostitution ring, and that's not what it is either. So there's, there's all types of documentation, and there's a whole process that has to be gone through when, uh, when selecting talent. So that's where we're at right now. I'm gonna try to get some more content up for the podcast. Leave me an audio recording. Anything that you want to say? Any questions? Uh, funny story? Sexual story, heck, I don't care if it's not sexual. Just, uh, you know, if it's good, I'll put it on the podcast. Um, email that to jj at Uh new, shite, new site should be coming soon. Still working on funding now that I'm flat broke. I don't know. There's been talks of crowdfunding. There's been a couple people interested in, um, in investing in, in just one or two scenes, you know, a few people have said that they want to contribute a little bit to get it going. So, well, we'll figure something out. Tax returns are coming soon. So maybe I'll have a little bit of cash back in my pocket. So yeah, send in any, any voicemails. Uh, Look, look for more podcasts coming soon. Check the site. If you're not on the email list, that's, I mean, the site right now pretty much is just an email list. There's no content to look at at the moment. So, jump on the email list, that's, that's how you're going to hear from me. Uh, You'll see what, what the group is up to when we're about to start shooting, what we're going to shoot, how many scenes. Uh, The first shoot that we're going to do is going to be, you know, it's going to be a long day. I think we're going to have two or three girls. I'm probably going to need 10 to 15 guys because some guys aren't going to be able to perform uh, when placed on the spot. So we're going we're gonna to do a full-day shoot for, for that first day, so I'm going to need everybody. But, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for sticking around. Subscribe to the podcast. Jump on the email list, and uh, we'll try to get something going. All right. Take care. For show notes and more, visit minxypanda.com. That's it for this session. Make a sandwich and take a nap. <laughs>